Lecture topic. Safety through speaking less. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audhu billahi minash shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وقل لعبادي يقولوا التي هي أحسن وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أملك عليك لسانك وليسعك بيتك وابكي على خطيئتك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most suspected mothers and sisters There's a well-known hadith sharif which is often discussed And it is a lesson that is relevant to us every day of our lives. All the teachings of Nabi Kareem wasallam are relevant to us. It was obviously taught to the Ummat and it is something that we need to take to heart and apply in our lives. But there are some things of greater relevance because we are faced with this more often there might be some teaching of Nabi Kareem for example related to parents so if somebody is not a parent then obviously that won't apply to them there are some teachings related to spouses if a person is not even married so that won't apply to him but there are certain things that are applicable to everybody all the time there are some things, for example, related to business. A person is not in business, so that obviously won't be something that he will practice on at that time. He is in some other thing, he is doing something else, he is not selling. So, there are certain things that are applicable to people in that field or who are in that situation. But there are certain things that applies to everybody all the time. And among those lessons that Nabi Kareem gave and those ahadith that he passed on to the Ummah is this particular hadith sharif of Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala he explains that one day I came and I saw Nabi Kareem he says I quickly took his hand maybe perhaps in a gesture of in a manner of shaking hands or just took his hand as a form of barakat. And then he says, I asked Nabi Kareem sallam the question, Man Najat. What is the way of gaining safety? Safety from what? Safety from fitna. Safety from all the things that attack one's iman, that become a problem for one in one's deen, that become a problem for one's dunya and akhirat that has so many difficulties it brings along all these kind of things fitna in general is it all encompassing it, it takes into its meaning all these aspects because a fitna is a trial a trial that puts a person into a test of his iman of his deen his relationship with Allah Ta'ala so he asked Nabi Kareem وسلم, what is the means of gaining salvation? Now can we imagine 
which zamana and period of time he is asking this question in. This is the most, the greatest time that ever passed, the golden era beyond gold, the time when Nabi Karim himself is present and is the time and the era of the Sahaba Ikram in Medina Munawwara. Which period of time can ever compare to the blessed time of Nabi Karim No other time and period can come even one fraction close to this in terms of the barakat and blessings that were in that time, in terms of the purity all around that was there in that time, the height of consciousness of Allah Ta'ala that was around, the environment of deen that was around, all this at its peak. No other period of time can come even a fraction close to it. And in that period of time, the Sahaba had this concern, that even they asked this kind of question, now that is itself a very, very great message to us and a very great lesson to us that in such a wonderful period of time, such a Mubarak era, such a pure environment and everything at the peak of goodness, but even in the midst of such a wonderful environment and time and place, the Sahaba were not unmindful about getting saved and staying far away from anything that would become a test and trial on their Iman, on their Deen. And when he asked this question, Nabi Karim didn't tell him that why are you asking something like this now? Where is the need for this? No, he gave him an answer. And he gave him an answer that will be an answer for him and become an answer for the entire Ummah till Qiyamah. So this is the very important lesson we learn here that this, if this was the heart and the concern of the Sahaba Ikram even in that period and time how much more we have to be concerned how much more we have to be alert and even asking about these kind of things sometimes the last thing that we ask is about how to stay safe in our deen not that we don't ever ask, but that is somewhere down the line, somewhere at the bottom of the page almost. There's so many other questions that are all the time in our mind. Maybe not even necessarily we are expressing it, we are verbalizing it, but there are many questions in our mind, many questions in our heart, many things that we sometimes want to ask somebody. We might never get to ask it to somebody, but we want to ask, oh those questions come, it plays in our mind, we think about it, but by and large, those questions are related to dunya. Something about our daily livelihood, something about something in our homes, something about our children. These things all have its place as well. But with all those questions, the, that all this tops the list. Somewhere lower down, there are some questions relating to how to improve in our deen, how to protect our Iman, protect our Deen, how to protect our Akhirat. These questions sometimes don't feature or feature right at the bottom sometimes. That should not be the case. While we are Insan and we have natural concerns about day-to-day -day things, 
something to do with our homes, with our businesses, with our uh, livelihood, with other issues, our children, our families. By all means, what is obviously in line with deen, by all means, <coughs> but the greatest concern should be about our own deen and the deen of our families and of others as well. Our akhirat, everybody's akhirat. So those questions should dominate in our mind, in our hearts. Other things will carry on, whatever the needs are, whatever is of concern will carry on, what we have to attend to, we'll think about it, we will deliberate over it, we'll ask about that as well, but not at the expense of our concern for akhirat and deen, that that becomes a forgotten thing, and this dominates everything. So in any case, Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala an, he comes and asks Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Man najat? What is the manner of gaining safety? Getting safely across in so many things that is the key question. How to get safely across? A person is traveling somewhere, what is the safest route? I get to know this particular route is very dangerous, he's avoiding it. You want to get the safest way past. person is uh, going somewhere, he wants to know what is the safest thing to do there, where to stay, which is safe. Everything safety, security. So what about the security of our Iman, the safety of our passage to Jannah, that we go through a safe route, Allah forbid we don't get derailed anywhere. So he nevertheless asked this question. So Nabi Karim Salaam gave him a reply, and in this reply he mentioned three things. The first thing was Amlik Aleika Lisanak. Control your tongue. Amlik alayka lisanak. Somebody asks us, how do you go safely past some issues? So, whatever it might be, somebody is going into a meeting, for example. Somebody is going into a, whatever, some, some negotiation. Or going for some work somewhere. And now they want to know, how do, how do I get past all the I mean, there's going to be probably some challenges on the way, what to do, what not to do. Probably the last thing that will come to our mind is to give some advice about the tongue. Even if we are concerned about certain things, how I'm going to do this, or how I'm going to get past that, or this issue that has come up, what's to be done, how to resolve it, the last thing that might come into our mind also is anything to do with controlling the tongue. Is that feature somewhere? It might be somewhere by chance or just something once in a blue moon. Otherwise, on a general note, that hardly comes to mind. For example, if there's been some, something has cropped up, some situation has cropped up. It might be anything. It might be a situation between spouses now. Something has happened. There's some tension. Now everybody becomes concerned about how to overcome the tension. But often the thing we don't think about first is now, that I need to overcome the tension, I need to get past the situation. So now how to get past it? Step one is, I'm going to be very cautious about what I say. That is very rarely thought about. That is very rarely brought to mind. And some strategy worked out about how to now avoid saying something that is 
not going to be in order. Rather, at that time what comes to mind is how to prove my point. So I need to now start thinking about what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it for what? To prove my points and how to silence the next person. So now that becomes the focus. So for that, now how I say it, what I say, I my objective is to prove my points and to silence somebody and so now everything else is fair play then. Then if I seem to be not winning in how I'm trying to get my point across, then if I start using some languages also which are not supposed to be used, that too becomes fine for me because now I just need to get my point across and I need to silence the other party. So everything becomes fair game. Doesn't matter what he said, how it said, whether that is even permissible or not. And now can we imagine such a crucial question, man najat. There is no, in fact this is such a comprehensive question, it includes everything, dunya and akhirat. And then such a concise question, very concise question, and Nabi Karim Salaam's answer, subhanallah, questions, exam papers, people sit and write, there's one question, it took two lines, one line, and then the answer went into two pages, one page, two pages, so the question is always very short comparatively, very, very short, but the answer to explain something takes a lot, but this was the mojiza and the miracle of Nabi Karim Wasallam that he put more than the ocean in less than the teacup. Normally the expression is putting the ocean in the teacup. This is more than the ocean in far less than a teacup too. This was the mojiza and miracle that Allah Ta'ala blessed him with. And now on the top of the list, this is the advice. Amlik alayka lisanak. Control your tongue. Now this lesson can never ever be overemphasized. This is one lesson that we don't have to control our tongue about in discussing this lesson between ourselves, in our homes, wherever from time to time to discuss the lesson of controlling the tongue. And if this is one thing that our tongue is moving in talking to ourselves also, no problem. Just make sure nobody overhears that because they might wonder what's going on. But this is a lesson we have to, in other words, remind ourselves about. Talking to ourselves meaning reminding ourselves as well, from time to time. In fact, what we learn from this Hadith Sharif, that any situation that can be challenging, because that was the question, man najat. So, najat and safety a person wants from a challenge, something that becomes a challenging situation. So, anything that a person now is challenged by, this should become the first reminder. Because often in a challenge, a person then loses sometimes track of what he's saying, how he's saying it. Because that in a challenge, the emotions go high. And when the emotions are high, they cloud the mind. And the mind is the, that is the rain on the tongue. A person who's insane what does that person not say? He says anything and everything. 
that person sees anything and everything. And uh, it doesn't matter to him who's there, who is talking. He doesn't have a mind. So because he doesn't have a mind, his tongue has got no restraint. He says anything and everything. Likewise a child, a child, child wants to say something, he just says it. Sometimes embarrasses the parents also. He'll now said something, now one child said something which was not appropriate. So now there was a visitor there. The visitor is a very nice way, he said, no, no, mustn't talk like this. Says, but my Abba says, but speaks like this. And the Abba is sitting right there. My Abba said it. So now the child, he got no idea that now my Abba is going to turn all kinds of colors. Now in front of him, I'm saying this is where I learned it from. What the child understands that. So his mind, his thinking is still deficient. His thinking is deficient. So now the tongue, the reins are not there yet. Because it's the mind, the correct thinking. That is the reins on the mind. The rein, like the horse. Now if there's a reins, then it can be controlled. There's no reins, that horse is going to go any direction. Because the rider can't control it. There's no reins on it. So likewise, the reins on the, on the horse of the tongue is the correct thinking mind. But now when the emotions rise, especially the emotion of anger, people sometimes in other emotions also lose control of their tongue. This is understood from the Hadith Sharif in fact. Where Nabi Karim mentions about the incident of Toba, the example of Toba, the person who... Uh, is traveling in the desert and then he stops to rest and his animal suddenly he wakes up and sees the animal disappeared the horse or camel he's riding disappeared and all his provisions on it and he's gone out of sight and now long and short of it he is very well known Hadi Sharif he loses hope he becomes despondent completely he is now getting ready to die so to say and he just lies down thinking now when death will come because there's no way to come out of this place without having a transport without having food water, so he's waiting for death and then he falls asleep again and then wakes up and the next thing is he sees that that camel or that horse is right there next to him with all the provisions intact now somebody who was almost now ready to die and he lost all hope in life and suddenly life is in front of him so to say so he got so overjoyed so he said and he blurted out Allahumma anta abdi wa ana rabbuk. Ya Allah, you are my slave and I am your rabb. Nabi Karim presented the excuse for him and says, Akhta'a min shiddatil farah. He made a mistake out of extreme joy. In other words, the emotion of happiness was so sudden and so high over in one moment. In that moment, he lost control of his tongue. So he meant to say something, but the tongue said something else. Again, the same thing. What? Emotion overcame the mind. This was a positive emotion, but still overcame the mind. He said something which he didn't mean to say. Now likewise, when there are certain issues, tension of any sort, anger rises. And when that anger goes up, and the emotion of anger, this clouds the mind more than anything else. And now the mind is clouded, Forget just clouded, sometimes it's in complete darkness as a result of how high the anger is gone. That's why I call it a blinding rage. Blinding rage. Blind, completely in darkness. Like in total darkness, a person can't see anything. Now that rage became blinding. What does it blind? 
his eyes, he can't see. No, the blindness is inside. That blinding rage, one is basarat. In Arabic the word basarat is for the sight, the physical sight. And then there's basirat. Basirat is inside. So sometimes it's not the external sight, the physical sight that gets blinded, but it's the insight that gets blinded. The person's thinking, his mind. Anger becomes sometimes a blinding rage, meaning it blinds him. He can't think. And now when he's not able to think, the first thing that gets loose is his tongue, because the reins have gone. Now he starts blurting things and saying things, which tomorrow he's going to start apologizing for. He's going to start asking people for math, and I didn't realize what I said, and I, you know, it was just in a spur of the moment, but I just was because I was so angry I said it but the point is that it got said and the point is that after apologizing and after the apology is accepted too but the cracks are not going to just go away like that so again it comes down to the same lesson the lesson of amlik alayka lisanak control your tongue any challenge first lesson whether it's a matter in our homes, between family members, between whoever, whether it is something outside, whether it is in our businesses, whether it's some other work, whether it's in some just social relationship, whatever it might be. Lesson one, Amlik alayka lisanak. Man najat, what is the path to safety? Lesson one, Amlik alayka lisanak. So in other words, a person can do all other things, but if he doesn't control his tongue, safety is not going to be achieved. He's going to be, when a person is not safe, he's in trouble. If safety is missing, there's trouble. So if his tongue is not in control, he's going to be in trouble. So this is number one, top of the list. But how often that is the most difficult thing. And perhaps because it's the most difficult thing, that's why there's so much of emphasis. There is so much of emphasis on the tongue in the Qur'an Sharif itself. Allah Ta'ala mentions the tongue. Say to my, my servants, my true servants, they must say that which is best. Hadith, so much of importance, so much of emphasis. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala one day he's sitting and he's tugging on his tongue. It's causing some kind of Taklif and pain also is tugging on it, and somebody happened to just walk in and they saw this. They asked him, "What? What are you doing?" So he says, "This is haza kad awradani al mawarid. This is what put me into trouble. What trouble? We can't even imagine that. That slight little bit of maybe some very very minor slip up, which was not even something wrong. It might have been just a little bit not the best. That is what he is referring to." And maybe something sometimes, some slip up here and there. But the point is that the concern and the effort to now keep the tongue in check. So now he is putting himself under some pressure. Personally doing something that's causing him some taklif. Not hurting himself in such, but making him conscious of it. Why? So that this must not be repeated. Whatever might have been the case, this must not be repeated. So now, the lesson again, controlling the tongue. So, we need to keep reminding ourselves about this lesson. This is a very fundamental lesson. 
And therefore, this is a lesson about controlling the tongue. This is a lesson we should be talking more about. How to talk less in other instances where we shouldn't be talking. We should be talking more about how to control the tongue. This requires more talk. Often there's more talk about everything else, but no talk about control the tongue. You might hear it somewhere, somewhere here, there. But in our own situation, in our own household, in our own, for our own selves, within ourselves, very, very seldom, very rarely, this is the discussion within ourselves. There's something called hadithun nafs. There's various levels of thought. One level of thought is a determination. Under it is something just on the level of intention. There's a vast difference between the two. A determination is on a very, very high level. An intention, far lower. So like that, there's various levels of thought. One level of thought is hadithun nafs. person is just talking to himself, so to say, idle talk within oneself. So that is not a positive thing. Just idle, idle meaning just thinking something, no use really. So now sometimes thoughts will cross the mind. Just passing thoughts, this, that and the other. That now carries on. Just ignore it and leave it. But actively engaging the mind in idle thoughts. Some people just, they spend their day dreaming. Dreaming about what? They just wake up after that from that dream and realize that, well, there was nothing to realize because it was a dream wide awake. So daydreaming about just anything and everything in the world. Sometimes totally futile and sometimes extremely frightening also. This is dreaming. Meaning dreaming about the worst possibilities of something that could happen. But maybe this will happen and now gone into an ajeeb and then they get affected by it and then they can't sleep. Out of what? Out of nothing. But what if? But what if? That becomes a problem. What if this happens and that happens and... But did it happen? For the past 20 years did that happen? No, it happened one time. But in 20 years one time, why are you worried about it now? But that becomes the mind. Hadithun nafs. So rather than being engaged in all that, we need to start occupying our minds in those free moments, start gradually nudging it in this direction, talking within ourselves of things that are going to be motivating us, spurring us forward, making us a little bit concerned about, or very concerned in fact, about what we should be concerned about, about our deen, improving in our deen, staying away from what Allah is displeased with, whatever other things in that direction, so this is what we should be engaging our thoughts in. Hadith al-Nafs. So this too is one of those very important and fundamental lessons that we should be talking to ourselves about, reminding one another about, in our homes, bringing about this discussion from time to time. Amlik alayka lisanak. Control your tongue. Allah wa ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Inshallah we will try and discuss other parts of the Hadith Sharif in the coming weeks. Allah ta'ala keep us safe in every regard, safe in our deen, and safe in dunya as well, and save us from all kinds of calamities and hardships, whether in our deen or dunya, wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu, wa laka shukru kulluhu, Allahumma la nuhsithana an alayk, anta kama athnayta ala nafsik, jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, bima huwa ahlu, 
ربنا ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعف وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد لله